0: Welcome to Teacherpreneurs Raise Your Hand, Episode 126, Three Easy Shifts that Optimize Your Products Using the Smaller Details. So today I have back on the show a former guest, friend of the show, Lauren Thorpe from Blue Sky Designs by Mrs. T. Lauren talks to us all about the, looking at those smaller details and really getting some of those things right so that we can drive customers back to our store. You're going to want to hear these. Hope you stick around. Welcome to Teacherpreneurs Raise Your Hand, where bold
1: teachers rise up and transform into successful teacherpreneurs who are destined for Greatness. What exactly is a teacherpreneur, you might ask? Well, Webster's Dictionary defines the term as, um, okay, it's not yet a word in the dictionary, but hear you, me, it will be
0: one day. In a nutshell, a teacherpreneur is both a teacher and a business person, and we're here to help you be better at both. So without further ado, from One Tired Teacher and Trina Debery Teaching and Learning, here's your host... Shrina Deborah. Hey. Hey, so you heard Kobe barking in the background. All right. Um I want to tell you before we get started that you definitely want to catch Lauren's episode that she was on previously. It's episode 70, How to Avoid Shiny Object Syndrome with guest Lauren Thorpe. So good. I love sitting down with Lauren. She has such a beautiful voice and she is she works so hard to contribute to the world of education and the world of teacherpreneurs. She actually even is doing course or not course store audits. So check out that information. I'll link to that in the show notes. Sounds very interesting. And she's giving some really good tips. But before we get started with this episode, I want to share with you some exciting news. Yes, it is that time of year. YDP, your data playbook is open and ready for you to join. Are you ready to unlock the biggest asset of growth for your teacherpreneur business? Data can fuel your business growth if you know how to make it work for you. So why don't you use it? The problem is is working with data is not always easy, but spoiler alert, even for those who like numbers. Oh my goodness, but to make it work for you, there are several hurdles to overcome. Like how much time it takes, feeling overwhelmed, not getting it, juggling everything. Oh my goodness, there's so many obstacles in our way. So it's not surprising that when we look at some of the data that we can get on TBT, we get really overwhelmed. But that's the good news because Your Data Playbook, it is a professional, personalized VA data service. It's a streamlined process from download to delivery in your inbox of easy to use and understand visual analytics tools and your own expert data business coach to give you the training and the know-how to make your data work for you, all wrapped up in one membership. And it's Your Data Playbook. I am so thankful to have YDP most especially during this time of search uncertainty that stresses me out and makes me nervous and you know sales are not looking the way that I want them to and it's it's a lot. It's a lot to handle. It's a lot to take. And I feel like while we're going through that, and and as we do in different periods of time, I want to make sure that I'm doing all the things that I can do. And there's a lot of really smart people out there that give us advice on things that we can do, like optimizing our cover and optimizing our preview. But what I love about YDP is it is you're not really guessing you're specifically looking at your data, and it is helping you drive your decisions. So I might not have to fix a preview that I don't think is that great, it might be performing really well. And I I, it's such a surprise sometimes because I can easily go down rabbit holes. And once I fix one thing, and you know, in a in a um, product line, I want to fix another thing. And, and what I've been trying to do lately is really listen to my data, really make decisions based on what my data says, and focus on those first. The membership is so incredible. One of my favorite tools is the, is the um, strategy plans that we get every single like quarter. And they tell us specifically what products to work on and what to do. Like, do we need to fix the previews? Do we need to fix the um, thumbnails? Do we need to work on um, the conversion? Do we need to work on driving more traffic to that resource. It's like it looks at these specific drivers and I don't want to complicate it. It's just something that is so beneficial. And I'm very, very thankful that I've had YDP in my life. And I want to share with you that it is available. The doors are open. You can join through me, com forward slash YDP, and you will get bi-monthly coaching. I offer two times a month, I show up with a small group of people and we work through some of the questions because it can feel overwhelming. So I offer that support. And then if you purchase a yearly membership, then you also get my podcasting Academy for Teacherpreneurs for free. So just something to think about if you would like to join through me, it would help support the podcast, I would very much appreciate it. And it's definitely an amazing tool for you. Um, that's about it for now. Let's get on with the show. So I'm so excited to have Lauren Thorpe back on the show from Blue Sky Designs by Mrs. T. She's been here before and I'm so glad that you're back.
1: Welcome back, Lauren. Thank you, Trina. I'm so excited to be here again.
0: Yeah, I, and I always want to make sure I'm saying the, your name right, Lauren. Like, it's kind of like I have to be careful with my mouth. I remember that. Like, that for some reason really sticks into my head.
1: <laughs> I really don't mind. I, I'm probably only saying it different because I'm saying it with an accent. So it's, I, I don't mind. That's That's all good but
0: your accent is so beautiful. Um, I love listening to it. And then when you were at STEM con, I was like, Oh yay. I I get to hear it again. All right. So we're here to talk. She's here to talk about optimizing your products using smaller details, which I think is really interesting. Like as soon as you said that, I'm like, "Mm, there's probably things that I'm not paying attention to. So first of all, before we get started, why don't you just tell like a little recap about you? I'm going to link to your other episode in the show notes so people can hear your full story. But um, if you want to just share a little bit about how you're doing or what you're doing and, you know, a little bit of your journey.
1: Yeah, sure. Um, So I started on TBT back in 2016. um, And I think, I probably mentioned in the last one that initially um, I was coming to the end of my university studies, um, the end of my teaching degree, and had been tutoring, which I loved. Um, I didn't get a full-time position straight away, though. I went into relief teaching or substitute teaching um, Mm -hmm. is what you call it in the US, and I was really uh, eager to do all of the planning and organizing and using curriculum and that side of teaching but I didn't have uh, my own class to do that with so um that's why I started on TPT I kind of felt like I got to use some of those uh planning and organization resource creation skills um for other teachers so yeah that's how it all started um at the time I didn't yeah thanks I didn't have much uh strategy um, or business knowledge back then um, I just enjoyed it and over the years I have become um, more strategic and learned a lot over the um, yeah the time I spent on there and now it's a bit different for me as far as motivations go I had a few years in the classroom and I'm actually now a stay-at-home mum so now the thing I love about TPT is that it allows me to have a really flexible, um, work schedule, you know, when I, the weeks I do have a work yes. schedule at all, um, because I've got little, little kiddos and, yeah, and kind of keeps me in touch with teaching a bit as well. So I really appreciate this, um, season I'm in and the fact that I can still do TPT, uh, yeah, while I'm in early motherhood.
0: Yeah, no, I, I would have been all over that when I was wanting to stay at home because I just wanted to desperately, and that was in 2000, this is so long ago, my daughter's 22 and I cried and I tried to do all these stay at home jobs and they were awful, like it was miserable. Mm -hmm. So if TPT had existed in that time period, I would have, I would have been so happy. So I'm so glad for you because it goes so fast. They are all of a sudden 22 and my son's 18. And I'm like, how did this happen? I just don't, it just, everyone tells you that it's going to go fast and you're like, yeah, yeah, whatever. But it really does. And it's so, it's so crazy. It's crazy. And you, you have two, you have two little ones.
1: Yeah. um, My daughter is two and then I've got a little uh, six month old baby boy as well.
0: Oh, wow. You definitely have your hands full. I don't know. I feel like how long has it been since I've had you on the podcast? Like, I feel like maybe you were pregnant or I don't know. It feels like, yeah, that's crazy. I think
1: I was actually um, about to have my first when I was last on the podcast. That is
0: crazy. (laughs) That is so
1: crazy.
0: See, that feels like Oh that makes me feel old. Um <laughs> like time is just flying by. All right, let me get focused. So, Lauren, you gave us so much information. I was like remembering that. You were you were giving information and stuff that you had learned from your husband too, correct? Wasn't it, it doesn't yeah. your husband do something with with data or something like that?
1: Yeah, so he um did marketing research for a few years yeah. there, so he kind of got me started on my um journey of yeah using research-based strategy in my business
0: yeah I remember like feeling like I was taking notes what as you were talking because it was so interesting so I definitely want to link to that because I think that that's really fascinating all right so tell us what so now that you have you know you've had like some different experiences what are you do you are you in YDP by any chance your data playbook
1: uh no I'm not I do love using data but I'm not yeah um, yeah of course no
0: Okay. So I was just curious because I, I I'm like, oh, I wonder if if she's gotten some of those ideas from 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 that. All right. So no, no, no worries. So what do you what do you say? So you are already doing a really good job of like analyzing data and looking at trends and things like that. So you're you're ahead of the game. What is what are some th- ways to optimize your products like based on those smaller details? Like what are the smaller details that we should be paying attention to?
1: Yeah. So um there are some things involved in both the actual creation of the product itself and then in the product listing that I think can often be overlooked um, because they're not talked about as much. So um just more established sellers kind of assume everyone's doing it and don't really talk about it as much. And then I see some newer sellers skipping some of these steps because no one's told them that it's important. Um, and I've started, I started doing like consultations and TPT store audits in the last year, and I've um, been able to work with some newer sellers through that, which has been so fun. Um, oh, but I've cool. noticed, yeah, <laughs> it <laughs> is. It's good fun. I really like that part. Um, and yeah, I've just noticed there are some little things that I've remembered. Um, you know, someone had to tell me to do, and and no one's told them. So, for example, um, on your product cover it's good practice to have your brand distinguishable in some way. Usually that will look like a logo. Um, You might have just brand colours or um, a picture of you or a slogan or something. But um, having a distinguishable feature or a distinctive feature of your brand on the front Mm -hmm. helps buyers quickly see who made the product um, so they know to come back to you and it keeps you at top of mind. Now most of the established sellers are doing that already, um, mm. but sometimes new sellers haven't been told that that's an important thing to do, so it's being overlooked. So that's kind of an example of what I mean by the smaller details. Yeah,
0: yeah. I didn't even. Um, I mean, it wasn't even until recently that I was like specific had specific colors. I mean, that's how embarrassing. I've been doing this since two thousand twelve, and when my daughter, when I hired my daughter. And I, yeah, when I hired my daughter, she's like, mom, you don't have like specific, like consistent branding. I'm like, what do you mean? And, you know, I felt defensive. I'm like, what are you talking about? And she's like, you don't have specific colors. You don't have, and I was like, oh my gosh, you're right. I was like all over the place. And then as far as, I swear, I've changed my little logo thing a million times, but now I finally have a consistent one. And, and then I made the opposite mistake. I made it gigantic on the page because I can't see. And so I'm like putting things around my gigantic logo. And I and I, and it looks like I put this big blob on the side and then stuck <laughs> my, my logo on there. So I've been fixing that because I tell you, you go in one direction and then you got to figure out the other one. So I do think you're right. I think that's important. And now specific colors, like people can look at something and go, oh, that looks like it's the same fonts, it's the same. Yeah, I think that I think you're right because it does make it when you see it in a crowd of other resources, you're like, oh, there's that person that I like, it's right there. So, yeah, I think yeah. that's important. <laughs>
1: yeah, exactly. All
0: right. What are some other things?
1: Uh, So, when it comes to the product itself, uh, a couple of small things that will just make your resource not only uh, more professional but also more easy for the teachers to navigate, which is the point of what we want our resources to do. We want them to save teachers time um, and be easy to use. So some little things in products that you can make sure you're doing are having a page number um, on the bottom of all your pages. It's a really quick, simple, small thing to do that Mm -hmm. can make a big difference um, to the teacher using it. Um, having a copyright symbol and your brand name, or even just your brand name, on the in the footer section as well, mm-hmm. again to remind people of your brand, so they can easily remember um, who they got it from. It can, you know, kind of protect your work a little bit as well. But um, the main point for that, I think, is to just kind of keep you at top of mind. Uh, having a contents page, I think, mm. is something. That is a small thing that makes a big difference. If you're able to make that a linked contents page where people can click, you know, the page number is hyperlinked so they can go straight to that page in the document, that's even better. Um, That's that's not a must early on, but that's, again, just helping your resource be more easy to navigate. Mm -hmm. Um, Clear fonts that are easy to read. I know. I fell into the trap of overdoing the fancy fonts early on and <laughs> have gone too. back and um, yeah, looked at some of those and thought, hmm, how, is this actually helpful? Um, can students read this?
0: I so, know. Oh, I feel terrible about that. Yeah.
1: <laughs> 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 um, also, like having, obviously, you want to be crediting at the end of your resource. I'm going to just throw that in because... Sometimes that needs to be said. Not everyone knows that. Any mm-hmm. um, clip art or fonts you use should be credited. And you should have some links in your resource somewhere to your store, uh, perhaps to other resources that you think the buyer might like. And something that I've been doing when I update resources, it's a bit trickier with new ones because you can only really link to your overall store. But mm-hmm. in my older resources, I've been going back and having a little line that says click here to leave a review that then takes them straight back to the product listing for that resource. So that it's super easy. That is a great
0: idea. That is such a good idea. I always, I do say thank you. And I ask for, I ask them for feedback and I tell them about, you know, TPT credits and whatever, but I never thought about linking them to the actual place where they can do that. How, yeah. I don't even know where you can do that. Like, how do, how do you get a, a URL for that? I guess on the, so, the product itself, right? No?
1: Yeah. Yeah. Just the product itself. So that's why it doesn't okay. really work with a new resource. But once you've got a product listing and then you go to update that product, you can just use the URL for that product. Um and yeah, link that in, and then at least on the product page, it won't take them directly to the like the feedback. Yeah, section, to the
0: feedback section, but it does take them. I I see what you're saying. Not to mention, it would also be helpful f- for any updates to have that yeah. just readily available. That link, that, I think that makes sense. That's really yeah, smart.
1: Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Um, and the other thing is like having answer keys where relevant. Um, mm. I skipped that in my early resources, but. Again, we're trying to make our resources um, as easy to use as possible and as helpful to the teacher as possible. Um, And having, like, teacher notes in my newer resources also included student instructions separate from the teacher instructions where relevant because um, that just saves the teacher that step of conveying the instructions, simplifying them to make it easy for the students. So where the students can um, read their own instructions, I've included that as a separate page as well. Um, Yeah, and the point of all of this is just to, again, make your resources useful and of high quality. Um, But also having all of these features could be the difference between someone choosing your resource Mm -hmm. over another one, because they can see that it's thorough and they can see all those extra features have been included. Um, so yeah, it can also kind of be that extra push to, towards yeah. your customers buying from you.
0: You're right. And I, I, I'm pointing some of those things out in your preview. Also, when I think when you're using the product, I know that I have to, I mean... There were times that I, like I purchased something and I'm like, this isn't numbered. So now I'm like, I'm trying to tell the student go down, go one over, we're in it. And it was, (laughs) it's very confusing. And I'm like, this needs to be numbered. So you're right. Like little small things like that will it may not matter right in that exact moment where they're, because they may not be able to see that the pages are numbered and they may not be able to see that the table or the contents page is linked, which I think is so smart. Um, I actually don't have that. And so I, that's another thing to add to the list, but, um, but I'm, But I like, but when you're actually using the resource, that makes me want to buy again from that person. So it brings that customer back, back to us where they might not, if they didn't have some of those things, because it was like silly little things that irritated me and made me want to just create my own. And I'm like, never mind. (laughs) Yeah. So yeah, that makes sense. (laughs) Yeah. Those are really good little details that sometimes you're right. We don't pay attention to. I think like the larger things that we, that we look at that, you know, we talk about is, you know, having a clear title and having, are you doing, are you, what are you doing right now with your covers? Are you doing photos of the resource in use or you still using clip art? Like what, what are you doing with covers? Uh,
1: I have a bit of a range with covers. I know a lot of people, um, think that all of your covers should look the same in your Mm -hmm. store. I have um a few reasons as to why I don't actually think that's super important. Um, for the best use of your time talking about opportunity costs, which I mentioned last time. Um I was on a podcast. Um, but I do have, you know, some brand colours and my logo and distinctive features. So uh I have like a template I use for my bundles, mm-hmm. which basically has my colours on it and has bit of like a snapshot of the resource um yeah kind of going by the theme of that product line Mm -hmm. Um, but then individual resources I do a bit of a mix I go between product photography and still doing yeah I, I guess I still use a bit of clipper or um just like a screenshot of um and pages and that sort of thing. Yeah. Because I like to test that a bit and, and see which yeah. colors get the best traction. And I've actually found that sometimes the photo is less clear. Maybe it's just my photography, but sometimes that's less clear on a cover than just having like a screenshot of, of parts of the resource. So, yeah. So I kind of play around yeah, with that. that and- yeah.
0: I think that's interesting. I, I, for me, like my data as far as like bundles, especially bundles. And I think Shelly Reese said this um, about making sure like that you need to show that it contains, a, a you know, enough in there um, because I had taken off like all the teeny tiny little thumbnails of all the covers. That's what I had for a little while. And that was that did not do well. And then it was like just one big picture and then now I've gone back to like a little bit of kind of both, but I want to make sure that people see that that several products are in that one product and that ha- seems to be making a difference. I don't know. It's just constantly t- testing, testing, <laughs> testing, yeah. testing and changing and changing. And oh my goodness. I don't know. That that's what is that seems to be happening to me anyway. <laughs> yeah.
1: No, it is a lot about that. Um yeah. And I do a similar thing actually with my bundle covers is I kind of if there's more than four resources I use the next thumbnail to show the next resources in the series rather than mm-hmm. yeah putting them all in the first cover but um up to about four covers three to four covers I'll use on the front main cover so people can see that it's a collection um yeah and actually continuing on from that there are also some little things you can be using in your product listings um the finer details uh, to help your resource stand out, and one of those is making sure that you are utilizing all four thumbnail images, um which a lot of mm. people do, but sometimes, mm-hmm. again, new sellers haven't been told that that's a, an important thing. um You're making the most of the opportunity you have there to showcase your resource
0: mm-hmm. by
1: including all four thumbnail images, um, and Things like uh, having good tags on your resource. So think about your teacher coming on TPT and searching for your resource. When they get there and they are presented with hundreds of similar resources, what are they going to do to filter that? They're going to probably tag the year level, so you want relevant year level tags. Mm -hmm. They might tag the subject area um if it's an english resource or a maths resource so that's important too and then they might be searching by curriculum standard Mm -hmm. so i say if your resource is easy to link to the curriculum um, do that because it might not seem important but it could be the difference between your resource being filtered out of a search or staying in someone's search yeah. Um, yeah, and obviously I'm in Australia so I'm not using the Common Core but I've been able to become familiar with it and research it so that I can use that. I think as teachers we're all using some sort of curriculum so yes. uh, transferring that knowledge of linking resources to our curriculum is not mm. as overwhelming as it might sound if you're not familiar with Common Core. You can become familiar with it. Yeah, so, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and also like in your description make sure you have some dividers like some ways to divide the text some headings or bold text or things like that um that just really helps yeah exactly Uh,
0: text features are a huge help because of the way that you know people want to scan too so Mm -hmm. even like not even having complete paragraphs, which it makes me crazy as like a <laughs> person that's like that has to have at least two sentences. But no, not in the description because you want to you want people sometimes to just see that one one like bolded sentence or whatever. So it's like a little bit of different writing, don't you feel like it's like c- copywriting? Yeah. I mean, in in that description. So I think yeah. that yeah, which is a different kind of writing than I'm used to. So it's that's taken me a little bit to. Yeah. Even still I'm like oh boy.
1: <laughs> yeah, I feel like in product descriptions and this is just where I'm at at the moment but I don't I'm less worried about having too much writing like my yeah. paragraphs being too long as as long as I'm making sure I have those headings and those clear kind of distinctions between each section. Um yeah, I having paragraphs is okay as long as you also have you know maybe a dot point list at the top like as an overview or you just have clear titles like I use little headings to help um people easily see whatever mm-hmm. it is that they're looking for um whether they want to see all the ins and outs of the features or they want to see how to use it um or who it's ideal for. So yeah so I think just still just playing around with that but um yeah. As long as you've got the headings there, I think, I guess I'm just hesitant to tell people to cut back too much because often um, people are making their descriptions too brief. So too I sure. Think, yes. Yeah, yeah. I agree.
0: But, Mine are way too wordy. Mine are long. Okay. <laughs> I go on and on, but that's how I talk. So, <laughs> well, Lauren, thank you so much for, for those, those details. And P- you are saying that you do some store audits for new t- new teacherpreneurs. Like where can people find you?
1: Yeah, um, I can send you a link for that. So I okay. just I do yeah, thank you. I do a TPT store audit and consultation package where um I can go through your store and give you some specific feedback. I actually get you to do a bit of a questionnaire so I can see what your priorities are and what you're really trying to focus on um because some people prefer helps with system and processes and some people want practical you know how do I make this resource stand out uh and yeah do an audit give you some specific feedback and then we do a video call where you can ask any further questions you have so um I can send you the link to that and yeah and hopefully um if that's something your listeners find helpful they can they yeah,
0: they can check that out. I'll drop it in the show notes. So you share it with me and then I'll put it in the show notes and then people can yep. just click that and find that out. Well, thank you. Thank you so much. Thank you.
1: Thanks. It was great to talk to you again.
0: It was great to talk to you as well. And thank you for sticking around.
1: Go check that out if you are looking for store audits.